Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 10, The Heart Attack. I'm so excited. Girl, I, I'm also really excited to talk about this one. I love this episode. I, I know you do. And I like it. And I was like, oh, man, I hope I really don't disappoint Jenna. But after watching it, I do really like this it's one. It is so a really good, good one. I feel like it's the first one where the girls don't leave the house. They literally, I usually, when I t- am typing my notes, I'll break it down by scene so I can, it helps me, me organize too. it. But this time, Same. it was literally like, I mean, there were scene changes, but not really because it literally happens within like 30 minutes and it's just. Yeah. It's the same room. Not the same room, but they never leave the house. Nothing. They don't leave the house. It's, it's It feels like it's in real time. Yeah, yeah, I think it is pretty close to real time. I really like that because, I mean, most of the episodes, we've had at least a couple. I don't remember exactly, but I feel like we've had that discussion of, like, how much time has actually I know, passed? I know. And, and I don't yeah. I don't know. But this this, this is the moment. It? The moment. Okay, so let's do some adult education. Um, So the description of this episode is, Sophia falls ill suddenly and the other girls worry she may be having a heart attack. It is scary. scary. The guest star in this episode was Ronald Hunter as Dr. Harris. And he doesn't come in until the very end. But I really like his character. I really enjoy him. Yeah, he was pleasant. There were some people at the very beginning that were, like, leaving, but no. you don't hear anything from the other good thing goodbye. You don't even know. Yeah. I don't think you see their faces. Um, and this episode aired on November 23rd, 1985. Yes. You know what I can't believe we haven't what? done yet? We haven't gone 19, um, 19, 1985. Yeah, true. I'm disappointed I in us. Too. But... Take us back, Jenna. I will. I'll take you back to November 23rd, 1985. Um, Only one major thing happened this day, and this is pretty major, I'm sure, for this time period. Um, A guy named Larry Wu-Tang Chin was arrested, and he was in the CIA, but it was discovered that he was a spy for China. He was a Chinese oh, spy, um, and he was undercover for, I think, years, and they um, figured it out and arrested him on November 23rd, 1985. So pretty oh, big deal. Oh, my gosh. That's a big deal. I bet that was on TV screens across America. Oh, for sure. For sure. But obviously, everyone probably tuned into the Golden Girls at, what was it, like 8 p.m. or something? Something like that, probably. Um, so another thing, a book, um, that was really popular at this time was Charles and Diana by Ralph G. Martin. 
And um, this it was illustrated 32 pages of photographs. This in-depth, intimate portrait of the future royalty of England draws on interviews with family, friends, confidants, and associates of the royal couple. So this came that day wow. as well. Not that day, I think around that week. That It was probably the... Oh my yeah. gosh. It probably didn't even get into like a scandal Not or yet. anything. It was probably like a very like what's the like a sterile yeah, kind I think of this look was into their them. time period of like showing how happy they were i don't know if harry yeah. was even born yet um because like pretty much when harry was born was when their um relationship went downhill like it was always pretty oh rocky but that was like the ultimate like okay it's over kind of deal but that's why oh he was born september 15th 1984 uh... so like yeah. I mean, they had probably had this book in the works, so it was probably published yeah. and written when things were okay. It might have even been, like, a way that they were kind of publicizing how okay yeah, they were. Sure. That's yeah. so interesting. Wow. All right. Well, do you want to get into our segment on Golden Girls? Let's do it. All right. So the scene begins with the girls waving goodbye to all of their guests They've just had yes. a fabulous dinner party. What social butterflies? Oh. Yes. I, and I said this later on, but I would kill to eat Sophia's Same. food. When I went to Italy in high school, I ate so much food and it was so freaking good. I gained 10 pounds and we walked like at least three miles so a day and I though. gained weight because the food over there... It's just amazing. I would kill to eat Sophia's food. I could only imagine. And it really was the talk of the night. The girls talk about how many times her food was so good. She had been cooking yeah. for two days. Yeah, that's two amazing. Days. And that's not surprising for an Italian woman, an Italian girl. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> they're saying goodbye and the trees are blowing and everything is crazy. And yeah. I just wanted to note, because all the plants are blowing around, they have a ton of plants. They do. Are they plant people? Oh, they have a they gardener. Have... They have a gardener. Oh, they do. Yes. They have so many. Yeah. So they walk inside and are talking about how amazing the food is. And I have to throw this in there. I love Blanche, but she really fat shames their good friend, Emma Jane. Oh, I know. Poor thing. They are like, I swear, she must weigh 275 pounds. She just kept shoving it in. Oh, that made me so uncomfortable and sad. It's like, y'all, who are, like, no judgment. And then she's, like, spraying food everywhere. Yeah, like, that just kind of plays into a stereotype about people who are overweight being dirty. And I do not like that at all. Yeah. That made me sure. mad. And I love Blanche, but that really made me mad. But in that, like, little clip, Blanche calls herself blonde, and I don't really see her as being blonde. Yes. I more see her as be- being brunette. Like, a me light, too. dirty blonde, but not blonde. I know. I wonder if she's actually supposed to be some kind of blonde, or is that part of the joke? Yeah. Because she talks about how... I don't think it's part of the joke, because she, like, it seemed pretty, like, serious. Yeah. Well, she talks about when, how young she is, and everybody laughs. Like, I didn't know if that was similar. Yeah, maybe. But Rose is the blonde of the group. Yeah, for sure. I know, that part always made me... I always wondered. I always questioned that, too. Mm. And, um, Rose starts talking about her food and, like, Scandinavian food. Oh, I don't think I could eat Rose's food. I don't know. I know. I feel like it could be good, but something about Rose, I feel like she's not a great cook. 
Yeah. You know I'm what I mean? Really, I really like um, Italian food, like food with like just a home cooked, like yummy. I don't, I'm not really into the Scandinavian, like, like meat and potatoes kind of food. I, I don't really mm-hmm. like that that much. And that's what Rose seems to be, especially since she's from the Midwest. Like, there's yeah, one yeah. Later on she makes like um, <laughs> the log with white toast with white. I don't know. I'm just yeah. not into rose cuisine. Me either. I just she doesn't always make it sound good, and the way Sophia talks about her food makes it sound good. Oh, you know, yeah. like when you're reading yeah. Harry Potter and just the way it's written and the words yeah. that they use, like it just sounds so good. Oh. That's I think that's kind of what it is too. But yeah. when she's talking about that herring pie and how it's a surprise, Dorothy that one of, that's one of my favorite parts of the episode when Dorothy like goes, Oh, what fun oh my gosh, <laughs> like this yes. big fake laugh. <laughs> Poor Rose. I know, and she has no idea. Um. She don't know she's the joke. Mm. But Sophia kind of relaxes, but then she ends up going into the other room to clear up. And they talk about, oh, how, like, hard she worked on the food and how they need to stop her because she worked really hard and she doesn't need to clean up. Yeah. But they go into the room and Sophia's kind of realizing she has, like, not exactly a pain in her chest, but she has a bubble. Yeah. What? I don't even know what that means. I mean, when Rose later on talks about it being a belch, like... That clears it up a little bit, but I feel like it's indigestion. I wrote, I totally understood what she meant. I feel, yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I've never had a gallbladder attack or anything or a heart attack Mm -mm. or, but I knew what she meant where something's just sitting there and it's pressing and, oh, that's actually what Rose says. But like, I, I, I always understood what Sophia said or what she never did. Um, but it's not pain at first. Yeah. But it does grow into pain and it seems really, really uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know. And it kind of turned really serious. Like it was pretty lighthearted in the beginning. Pretty Mm -hmm. upbeat, pretty lighthearted. But as soon as it goes into pain, they call the paramedics. Right. And like it kind of, the episode takes a turn where you're like, Oh no, like what's yeah. what's going to happen in this episode? Pretty much the whole time this episode is happening, at least for me, I never really knew what the plot was going to be. Like right. cuz they don't go anywhere. I was right. thinking like is she going to get even sicker? Is she going to recover? Like what is even going to happen within the span of the episode? Right. I don't know. But um yeah, and they end up talking about like um, heart attacks in the family, yeah. like how prone she is to actually getting one. Yeah, and they talk she isn't likely to. Mm-mm. She doesn't have a family history. No, no, no. Um, and then they it like gets even worse from talking about heart attacks. They start talking about death. Yeah, and it gets pretty. I mean, it gets pretty dark. And I like roses. How Rose wants oh. to die, like turning in her library book. Like there should just be a time. Yeah, she said <laughs> there should be a certain age where you turn in your life like a library book. Oh my god, I love that idea. I know, right? You just kind of stamp your life, and then that's it. So, would you want to know when you died? Like, do you want to know, like? You you die on this day. I know. That would be a really... Or, 
would you want to know or would you want to know like how you died or anything or do you like it being a mystery i feel i kind of would want to know you think i kind of would want to know i know i don't know but then i feel like if i knew then it would ruin everything yeah so i don't i don't think i want to know i mean you can't so well i know that (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't even really want to know how because then i if i knew when i was gonna die i would want to know how yeah but i don't think like obviously you can't i don't think if i could i would though yeah that's a tough one i feel like i might just i feel like i would it would be in the back of my mind all the time if i could learn and i would just be like fine i just want to know what it is but i feel like it would ruin so much yeah. But then if you knew at the same time, like, you could live your life with knowing I'm not going to die today, so I'm just going to do whatever I want. Yeah. I mean. But you should live that way anyway. That's true. That's true. But I don't know. If there's, like, a concrete date when you know you're going to die, like, it's yeah. a little bit easier to plan. True. <laughs> I don't Very know. I, I. It's pretty crazy. So I was thinking about this and then I thought about how this is the first time on the Golden Girls. I feel like there's a few health scares. This is like the first almost death one. Because there's a few when they do talk about death again. But this was the first time. And I guess yeah. it, and I guess it went pretty well because they, they do it again. Yeah, they do it almost to everybody. They do do it to everybody. They do, don't they? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Everybody has a dying episode. (laughs) Where they at least think they're going to die or Mm -hmm. come close or pretty much are like, I wish I was dead. That's crazy. When Sophia was lying on the couch, I was like, mother better not put us in this situation ever. Like, I don't want to see... I don't... That's so emotional. Like, I can't imagine how Dorothy was feeling. Like... I don't want to see somebody die like that, especially, like, somebody I truly cared about like that. Like, that... I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't mind it as much. Like, I feel like you might could get closure. That's true. That's true. I don't know. That's hard. I'd be like... I mean, I feel like I can't say that, though, until I'm actually in the situation. Well, also, I guess it's different because Sophia's older and they're older and they've, like, lived their life. Like, we are still pretty young. Our parents are still pretty young. And that's, like... Sophia's pretty, like, she's not shocked that she thinks she's going to die. Right. And she almost seems ready. Right. She's definitely more prepared, especially since Sal's gone and, Mm -hmm. you know, she has people waiting for her. But, Yeah. yeah. But I made Sam promise me that I could die first. Oh, yeah. That's the, that's just the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. He promised that I could die first because I don't, I don't want to be without him. Yeah. He could, he's more stronger. He could be without me. It's a sad story. Yeah. It's a sad story. <laughs> well, what do you think of when Sophia said that Dorothy was always her favorite? Oh, my gosh. Knowing, like, how it ends, it makes me laugh, but... I forgot how it ended. Yeah. Um, as a mom now, I couldn't... I don't have favorites. I know, I don't know how she's... And I mean, I know they're only 18 months old, but, like, still, like, 
I have a very hard time. Like, even if one's giving me a harder time than the other, like, I, you can't. I don't know how she just, she said that. I know. She said it out loud. Even if you yeah. think it, don't say yeah. it, Sophia. Maybe she felt yeah. that way, too, or at least felt like saying it because she was in her, like, she was on her deathbed and right. she only had one of her children with her, so. True. I and know. I mean, like, as a teacher, I can honestly say, yes, I have student favorites. <laughs> But as a parent, absolutely not. Yeah, that's, I mean, I get, maybe. They're... And I mean, they're only 18 months. You never know. Yeah. But what? As of... <laughs> <laughs> but as of right now, no favorites. No faves. Just kidding. So my favorite of your kids is probably, <laughs> no, I would, I would never. No, you can't. They're both too cute. And they're twins. I so. know. How would you pick? Like. Yeah, you can't. You can't. That's just yeah. against the rules. Yeah. It's like, which one's your favorite Weasley? I feel like I have never brought up Harry Potter on this podcast, and I've done it twice in this episode. So I'm going to yeah. chill. I'm going to chill about it. <laughs> Let's move forward. <laughs> so we're in the kitchen, and um, Rose and Blanche are, you know, talking about death still. And I love Blanche's theory about how cold slows down the aging process. Yeah. Do you think there's any, like, truth to that? No. I know. I think it's hysterical, though. I I wonder, like, if you study that. I really want to know if somebody's actually studied that. Well, my theory is if the people in that area live longer, it's probably to do with, like, the general, like, kinds of jobs that are there Maybe. they're more physical and where blanche is from like it's more laid back and yeah that's but true i don't know i don't know yeah <laughs> it's so interesting to see if somebody studied that and what they found i feel like whoever wrote this sh- like whoever like not whoever because we know who but i feel like someone who worked on the golden girls was really obsessed with freezing dead people because they bring it up a few times yes, they do and then you know what happens later in the show (laughs) that one time where you yeah um it's just it's just such a weird thing to constantly be seeing in the show um so the uh, i i think at this point we're realizing that the episode is mostly going to be about death yeah yeah i remembered this episode but i didn't remember like I guess the overall theme, just talking about death, and I was like, "This is yeah. this is pretty deep." I bet they were really excited to get into it. Yeah, I like how Blanche wants to be buried in Arlington Cemetery. That's so Blanche. <laughs> I know, and it's like I don't think you can be buried in there unless like you're special. I know. I felt cool in that in that um, scene because Arlington Cemetery is in Virginia, and we live in Virginia, so I was kind of like. Yeah. Hey, that's Shout us. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to Arlington? No, I haven't. Have you? I've been twice and it's actually really cool. It's pretty special. Yeah. I went um with I went in high school with a trip. We had a I was in the Future Business Leaders of America club. Whoa. That was because we went to Disney World and I just wanted a trip to Disney yeah, World. Classic, but anyway. Jenna. Um we went there and our leader went to her, she was an older woman and she went to see her husband. Her husband was buried there and it was a pretty special moment seeing that. And I think we saw the changing of the guard, which is incredible to see the tomb of the unknown soldier. Wow. So, um, 
It's funny that Blanche wanted to be yeah. married. I did a That's virtual a field trip with my kids. Um, oh. We did a Virginia one. I did it with the fourth graders with Virginia Studies. Okay. And um, we went to a few stops around Virginia. And I remember I hadn't done it before. And then Ooh. we got to Arlington Cemetery. And I thought they were going to be really weirded out by it. But they thought it was really cool. Yeah. It, kids are actually really... They get like... And I've noticed this throughout my years of teaching. They, like, if you talk about something serious, they, like, ask really good questions. They do. And you can have a really good discussion with kids. I know. About that stuff. I, in the last few weeks, I have turned, like, I don't remember what the conversation was about, but it had something to do with life. And I remember turning and just looking at, I think this was a second grader, and just going, this is a really deep conversation we're having yeah. right now. And they were like, I know, right? Was, I know. And it was amazing. And they can even recognize that they're having yes. a deep conversation, which is cool. Yeah. Man, that's how I felt this whole episode. I was like, wow, this is deep. But I love I know. it. I love it. I know. Oh, my gosh. That's why I was so excited to talk about this episode. <laughs> I know. And it makes me laugh because, like, our family, like, our immediate family, like, you, me, mother and father, like, talk about it all the time like how we casually yeah pretty casually about how like all of us want to be i'm pretty sure daddy does too want to be cremated like yeah. we're pretty vocal about it and how like i have it written down like i we all of us do not want to be buried i know it's just something that we all have pretty yeah. strong feelings about it and not for any reason in particular like i'm no. not even claustrophobic Mm-mm. i just I don't I want just, that. I, I and no shade to people who do want to no. be buried. I just think about how many dead bodies are on the earth, and I just don't want to contribute to that. There's just yeah. got to be so many, and I'm not. Do you want to hear, hear my plan? Yeah, I've I've never heard it before, so I'm excited to hear it. I'm totally kidding. I've heard it, but I want to hear it again. Yes. <laughs> so uh, this is my burial plan. So I want to be cremated, obviously. And I want to be put into a mason jar. Cute. And <laughs> and um, so in the mason jar, so I love oceans and bodies of water. And I have specific ones that I really like. So I want to be put in the James, like sprinkled in the James River because that's near our where we grew up. Mm-hmm. The York River because that's where we grew up. Mm-hmm. And then in the Kiowa River because that's where we vacationed. Classic. And then the Atlantic Ocean, because, you know, that's the ocean near us. And then with the last bit of me, this is my favorite part. Yeah, that's a good one. I want somebody, like, I guess my kids, I don't know who it would be, because I don't know when it's going to be. But I would like somebody to go on a Jeep ride, like, in a Jeep. No top. In a Jeep Wrangler, no top. And I want them to just open the lid and yes. just let me go for one last ride. And I'm just That's really so excited poetic. about that. Yeah. I'm really happy for I, you. I hope I, that I don't have I, to do it. But like, you know, yeah. I not that I wouldn't do it like I would. But I, I don't. That seems like a sad it's time. saved in my iPhone notes if you ever okay. like need proof. It's also immortalized in this podcast. Absolutely. So we can go back and listen to, I'm going to call this yes. the death episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I think with my plan, and that's a good plan. Yours speaks to you as a person. Mine's a little more generic. I just want to be planted with a tree. I, I heard that you can use your ashes to grow a tree. And I think oh, I, I just want to do that. Give back to the earth. 
That's create cool. oxygen and you can also you can also um be made into like a coral reef Ooh, yeah i feel I like cool. your sam would like i know he doesn't want to be cremated but no he doesn't but all right we need to get back to the golden girls we do. <laughs> I just, but this is so good though oh no yeah. well it's interesting i did 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 rose ever say what she wanted done with her body no she never did i guess we just really needed to know that blanche wants to be in arlington yes (laughs) so they go back into the living room and um because they had stepped away and gone to the kitchen um but sophia kind of addresses rose and blanche and says thank you for letting me live here yeah that was really nice makes me happy i mean i wonder how long she's lived there at this point it can't have been too long because it's only episode 10 and she just moved in. I know. I guess it's been a really good few weeks. Yeah. But Rose, it gets serious again. And yeah. Rose pulls Dorothy aside and says, "She, there's no way it can be a heart attack. And Dorothy yeah. says, are you sure? Like, And Rose Rose has revealed this to Arnie, um, but she never told the girls, I don't think, at least that we've seen. Yeah. Well, she has it because she reveals to um, Dorothy how her husband died um, while they were in bed and he had a heart attack and it was a really sad story. Yeah. it was. This always brings me to tears, yeah. especially like Charlie wants her to dress him and um, just the head nod that she gives after she, yes. she goes and he was all ready when they got there and then yeah. she does this head nod. And that head I nod, know. like the pride that she has, yeah, and actually she's like, like inhaling, and she's got like a tear yes. in her eye. Oh my so gosh! Good. It's so po- just that head nod is so powerful. See, I always think about the tear in her eye. Yeah, like a little sparkle. It makes me so sad, but but it was some good. It was some good. Yeah, good work, B. Be, be Arthur. Good work, Betty White. Yeah, so good. Yeah, and then and then I get in my head, and I'm I'm trying to picture the outfit that she puts on Charlie. Oh, you did. And I try to, but it's like a striped shirt, or I don't know. It's a jumbled up. It's like flannel pants. Oh, a a plaid shirt and a striped tie, and I'm just trying to picture oh, it. Oh no, I, I just I can't. It just seems like so many patterns. Knowing Rose, Charlie was a little oddball, so (laughs) I don't know. I did like the part where they had like a mini argument while he was, you know, um, about him not wearing white because it was after Labor Day. That was a good little kind of break in all the the not funny. For sure. But the ambulance is really far away and they don't know what to do. Yeah. And Rose says, pray, wait and pray. And I I know they talk about, like, especially Sophia, they talk about religion a lot. But how religious are the girls? I literally wrote down the same exact did thing. Did you? Oh, my gosh. I did because I don't, besides Sophia, like, she becomes a nun in one episode. Like, yeah. I feel like Sophia is pretty passionate. And she mentions praying and, and being Catholic a lot. And um, Dorothy mentions growing up up catholic more than anything yeah but she doesn't talk about it now 
they and they all mention like Rose is Protestant, mm-hmm. Blanche is Baptist, and that's very like talks of, like that's very like where they're from, but like they never talk about like the faith side that much. And I don't know if it's the no, era they... of I don't know if that's the eighties because we weren't there. Like I don't know if that's just you just didn't talk about it that much then, or We're if on TV. the girls just weren't religious. Yeah, I'd be curious. I wouldn't be surprised if Dorothy wasn't super religious. Yeah. I th- I, I'm not sure why I say that, but yeah. it it's interesting that Rose said, pray, wait and pray. But that seemed to bring them all comfort, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Commercial break. Yes. And then it comes back and the girls... I guess they walked away from Sophia and they see that she's yeah. asleep and they're all scared that she's dead. So they all sneak over and then they're all in her space, like super, super close. They're so close to her. And they scare the bit. Like, I thought she would die right there. That's what I said. I said, they scared how did they not give her a heart attack? Just right there. Just right yeah. there. Mm. But they're saying, sorry, like, we disturbed your nap. And she said, oh, I didn't take a nap. I went to heaven just now. I just, I died a little. <laughs> and it's, it seems nice. Like, this is probably my favorite part of the episode. Because I love talking to people about the afterlife and what you think heaven would be like. Like, if you believe in heaven. Yeah. I think it's so interesting. She said, well, she saw Sal there. And she said, yeah, it was heaven. Like, he had a bunch of women around him. He was in heaven. Right. And then Rose talks about how there's, like, a Protestant heaven and a Jewish heaven and a different heaven for all the different religions. And as she goes on, every, every, like, um, religious heaven has a different, like, group of stereotypes with it. I think that's really funny. It is funny. I love it. I don't know. that that That's probably one of my favorite parts of the episode. Oh, so Sophia kind of doesn't want to talk anymore. She kind of just wants to be left alone. Yeah. And so Dorothy goes back to her room to find her rosary. Right. And this part was a little bit of a timing thing where I had to write it down. So yeah. Dorothy walks into the room and um, Blanche follows her. But Dorothy walks in and, and Blanche is like immediately behind her. Like there's no time gap. Dorothy walks in and Blanche immediately walks in and says, did you find it? Oh, yeah. Like when? That's just me being picky, but come on, man. (laughs) And Dorothy kind of has a little breakdown where she kind of comes to reality. Like, what if my mom dies? Yeah. And it was really sad. It is sad. Like, that's that's so sad. I know. Just like... I love her so much and she's a huge part of my life. Like, what am I even going to do? How am I going to live? Yeah. It's just, I loved a parent. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody that's literally been there since day one. Yeah. Always. It's like your person. Yeah. And I loved how Blanche, she didn't really say, I liked what she said. She said, we're your family too. Yeah, and, like, she wasn't like, it's all going to be okay, no. so you be fine. Mm-hmm. She kind of was saying whatever happens, like, 
we're here for you yeah. too. Yeah, like, I thought that was really, really nice. And I was like, yeah. we're, we're getting into the show and we're learning who everybody is. Like, we're really coming into figuring out how good friends the girls are. Yeah, it's and like, this is definitely a moment that shows that. Because, yeah. like, if that happened, like, I don't know, like, how I would respond to comfort somebody in that situation. I know. Like. I know. That would be so hard. Like, they it's, potentially could be losing a mom. And, like, how do you comfort somebody in that difficult situation? I know. I like, I've never best... been put in that situation. And hopefully I would be okay, but. Yeah. I think the main thing is just being there for that person. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, it's never. That's never okay. Yeah. That's never going to be okay. Mm-mm. I heard something recently that was, like, really. Um, powerful it's like grief never shrinks like everybody talks about grief like going away Mm -hmm. but grief never goes away you just get better at dealing with it and handling it yeah and I feel like that's so true especially like we've we have we've been really blessed with you know having not really dealing with death that much and the fact that we've only lost two not only but we've lost two grandfathers and that's really it in our lives like majorly and like their death like affect still affects us not as mm-hmm. much but it's def it definitely sucks like I still miss people I still miss Papa yeah like every single day I think about them yeah. still it doesn't get and, easier it never really does yeah no it just get like you just get better at dealing with it yeah I think but I heard I guess, that like, too yeah. Especially, like, when you're growing up and you're doing things that they would have loved. Like, I can't even imagine Pawpaw or Peepaw with the twins and, like, how he would, how both of them would react to them. Like, I guess it's more of the life events and things. Yeah. It's more, that yeah, you want them to be there for the good stuff. Yeah, you want them to see yeah. how awesome things are going. It's right? deep. It is deep. Mm. I can't. Well, we have that very serious moment like we're having. And then it cuts back to Rose, who's gotten under the blanket with poor Sophia, just telling this long, long, long story about who knows what. And Sophia's just like, I just want to make my peace. And but luckily, Rose is pretty understanding, like, oh, snap. Sorry about that. Uh, Well. I guess after the episode The Triangle, the girls made a um, change in healthcare providers. Yes. And there's no more Dr. Clayton. They see Dr. Harris now. Where's Dr. Clayton? Where did he go? I know. I don't know why they wouldn't continue seeing him after <laughs> after their personal relationship. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Poor Sophia. But Sophia just wants to fix him a plate. She just wants to make him some dinner. I absolutely love this doctor. He is so funny. Yeah. He and Sophia are just sassing Mm -hmm. each other back and forth. And I love that he stands up to her. Not stands up to her, but I love their banter between each other. It's It's, hysterical. It's good. It's It's not like too familiar, like they know each other, but it's just they, they have good chemistry. Yeah, they really do. For sure. Just like, <sighs> he has her list all the things that she had to eat 
and oh, they all keep God. listing all the different things she's eaten and he's like good lord and it turns out he's like 99.9% sure and I was going to judge him hard as a doctor he like diagnoses her pretty quick he pre-diagnoses yeah. her but then he confirms it with an EKG machine and all yes. that but like I was about to judge him hard like you mean to tell me you're going to diagnose does. her he said overeating is a gross understatement of what you just described to me. I love oh, that. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because Rose misses this moment where um, oh, yeah. she's diagnosed and she's and so he ends up eating some of the food that Sophia made. And she goes, isn't it a little rude for him to be eating while she's having a heart attack? She's not having a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes. But it kind of wraps up. And I thought this was going to be the end of the episode. Um, but Sophia was excited to see Sal, she says. Like, she was excited yeah. about that. But she is sorry she scared Dorothy. Yeah. What was... And just, like, she recovered really fast. Like, I feel like if you're still... If you're having a gallbladder attack, like, it doesn't just go away. Knowing yeah. that you have a gallbladder attack. Like That was odd. She, like, literally gets up and starts folding the blanket. It's like, okay, come on. You could have yeah. kept being sick for a little bit longer. I know. Maybe, and this is me giving her the benefit of the doubt, maybe, like, the mental stress of thinking you're having a heart attack. Maybe. The weight was lifted off her shoulders. Maybe. Maybe she did a, in the words of Rose, a belch. <laughs> a belch. <laughs> but... Oh the scene ends with Dorothy being like, oh, like, I was kind of touched that I was uh, your favorite. And Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? You're not my favorite. LOL. <laughs> Rude. So the next scene, um, the three other girls, like, everyone minus Sophia is sitting at the table. And they're just like, I, I can relate to this so hard when they all just yes. talk. There's so many words that are unsaid. And they all they can say is just, what a night. Like, sure makes you think. And Rose goes, about what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. And they start thinking about, are you prepared? Like, really prepared? And then this scene, I said the other scene was my favorite. This one might be my favorite because they have that conversation. Like, if you died, would your last meal be something that was worth dying and I think about that a lot. <laughs> I do too. Like, what was your last meal? Wendy's chicken nuggets. Would you be happy if that was your last meal? No, but I'm about to eat some hibachi and I would be so happy if that was my last meal. Okay, good. Yeah, I I had some garlic bread. I'd be, I mean, I'd be okay. I wouldn't be happy, but like, I wouldn't be upset. Like, they talk about the lady who died and her last meal was a salad. That would be upsetting. That's horrible. I, okay, the one salad that I would be okay (laughs) as my last meal is the Chick-fil-A salad. I knew you were going to say some kind of Chick-fil-A salad. That thing is so good. Have you had that? Have you had any of the Chick-fil-A salads? No, my theory is if I'm going to have a salad. No, sorry. My theory is if I'm going to have Chick-fil-A, I'm not going to eat a salad. Even though their salads are so good, sometimes I crave them. Really? Ooh, maybe I should try one. Go they're crazy. Like, they're like refreshing, like okay. especially in the summertime when you don't want something like really heavy. They're really good. 
Okay, maybe I'll try one. Maybe that'll be a summer goal of mine. That's really good. Salad girl summer. Hot girl summer. <laughs> that sounds fun, I guess. I can maybe deal with that if it was Chick-fil-A. But they start to do the thing that they do where they eat desserts, but they're not at cheesecake yet. I know. When are they going to have some cheesecake? I know. Maybe? I'm like on edge just waiting. So Blanche, I didn't know this episode was going to include this, but Blanche talks about how it takes one dessert and her panties cut off her circulation. Oh my gosh. Same. I thought that was going to be an episode where they where like they're talking about dating. That's what I thought that was going to be, but... Oh. It was an unexpected surprise. But they go back and forth about should they eat really well for their last meal or not? And basically they come to the conclusion, and I was sad that they came to the conclusion at this side of the argument. They said, what if they ate a ton and still lived to be 90? So they go for a walk. And that's the end of the episode. I know. I kind of wish they had been like, whatever. Let's just live happily. And then there we go. I mean, why couldn't they have taken a snack to go on the walk? Good idea. Good compromise, like a cone. Yes. Yes. That would have been good. Mm. Everything in moderation. Yeah. I guess. Mm. (laughs) Well, I will say some overall notes I have for this episode where we never knew. I think I said this earlier, but we never really knew where the plot was going to go. Yeah, and, and I honestly, think that w- it didn't really even go anywhere. No, they just kind of talked about death. You know, sat around for 20 minutes. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. I think it was done really well. Like, I wrote down that it went by pretty fast. It does go by pretty fast. This is one of my sleepy time episodes, and <laughs> it puts me out. <laughs> yes. Pretty quickly. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. I knew I would like it, but I really did like it. Yeah, it's a good one. I just, I like how honest it is. I like how vulnerable the girls are. Yeah. I like the comedy in it. I Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I like it. It really makes you think about yourself, you know? It does. (laughs) Okay, so stand by your man. I have no men to count for Blanche. What? Is this the first one with no men? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have zero. Zero. Come on, Blanche. Zero, zero. I mean, she does. It's not necessarily. I think she mentioned. I mean, we still know based on her lines, like she's still man crazy, but no specific stories about specific men. Um, So we're still at 12. Okay. Um, so it is an even episode, so you do want to share your lady of the evening? Sure. I chose, I kind of, I wanted to choose Sophia, and I almost did, but mm-hmm. I chose Dorothy. Ooh! And she was really strong for her mom, like, inspirationally strong for her mom. hmm But she wasn't afraid to get vulnerable with her moment with Blanche in her bedroom. And I really admired that about her. Like, it's hard to be strong and vulnerable at the same time. Totally. Yeah, that's good. That's who I chose. That's really good. Um, I really honestly could have picked any of the ladies. I know. I could have, too. Like, I mean, really. So, I ended up picking Rose. Okay. Um... I think Rose 
like throughout this really hard episode, Rose was the person who was pretty good at starting those conversations. Like she was really candid about like her thoughts on heaven and what she believed in. And she was vulnerable about sharing her story with Charlie, but I didn't think she made it all about herself. So I was just really a fan of her. Cause I mean, in those tough situations, sometimes you need somebody to start the conversation. That's a little odd, but I'm really glad they had the conversations that they had. I think Rose really, I think her candidness really worked well in this episode, but I think Honestly, every single lady brought a different thing to this episode. That was awesome. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, if you think back on the episode, Blanche wasn't really Mm-mm. that open. You're right. She was very supportive. Yeah, she was great. Good listening ear, but she never really shared much. No, but I feel like that is pretty true to Blanche. Yeah. Oh, but we're going to talk about Blanche's past later. Like, we'll get into it in the show. She's going to reveal some stuff. For sure. So, what are your overall thoughts on the episode? Like, what would you rank it out of 10? Ugh. Should I do it? Are you going to do it? The first one? Should I do it? Just do it, okay? Okay, I'm going to give this episode a 10 out of 10. Ooh, yes! No flaws? No, I love this episode so much. It makes me so happy for you. So yes. happy. It's it's really a great episode. I will give it an 8 out of 10. Okay, okay. I really do like it. There's, I mean, it's just, uh, there are some episodes that I just really, really love. And it's not, I, I can't think of a specific thing I love uh, that I don't like about it. It's a really, right. really good episode. But I have some it that is. are, that are like, that I enjoy watching more, but I was really excited that we watched this one and I was really excited that I liked it more than I thought I would. I didn't think I wouldn't like it, but, uh, it was a delight. It It was was. a delight. And it was a delight talking about it. It was. I feel like we dove into some pretty deep topics. I know. And I did save some, (laughs) this sounds really morbid, but I saved some death conversations for future death episodes. There we go. There's more death things that we can talk about. I know. Like, it's... And I guess it's, I mean, really, it is a show with older people in it. So, I mean, I'm sure, like, as you get older, you talk about death more. Yeah. And I think, I'm kind of glad we watched it when we were younger because, I mean, now we can talk about that stuff. I know. For I mean, sure. not everybody's comfortable with it. This but... is true. I mean, we've, I guess... Because of this show, because we watched this with our parents, yeah. like we've always talked about it. Yeah, I feel, I, I, I mean, I don't mind having those conversations about death. No, just I don't it's, either. It's something that everybody will go through eventually. Yeah, everybody. That's one, pretty much one of the things that everybody has in common. Yeah, if you don't like death, skip this episode. But it's too late now. <laughs> yeah, if you're triggered, <laughs> I know. So, um. Our next episode is going to be season one, episode 11, Stan's Return. Ugh. I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to this episode. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be okay. fun because I think we're going to actually see some character in Stan. He's not just going to be a random jerk to Dorothy like he was in the True. last one. I think, yeah. I don't think him being randomly rude to Dorothy is, is 
truly who he is. I could be wrong and maybe I'm forgetting some stuff, but I think, I think this episode we're going to learn about who he is. Yeah. I and guess. <laughs> I'll drag you along with me. <laughs> What'd All you say? Right. He's not my fave. Yeah. Well, n- me neither, but I am looking forward to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to pre-rank it as a four out of ten. I'm going to pre-rank it a six. Okay, yeah. okay. It's not, it's definitely not a fave, but I no. think I'm looking forward to it more than you are. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> All right. Well, we will get into it next time. All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram, shenanigans at Shady Pines. That's all one word. Until next time, thank Thank you you for for being being a friend. friend.